I accidentally recorded Barney Dicker's son's name through this recording and then realized that I probably shouldn't have. So I've actually gone and deleted Barney Dicker's son's name with beeps because that seemed to be the easiest way to get this podcast recorded. So apologies in advance with all the beeping, but the beeping is definitely Barney Dicker's son's name, uh, which I'm not going to anticipate releasing in this audio, which will keep me on my toes, no doubt, through the particular discussion. So thank you very much for listening into My Rules Are Better, even with beeps. The heat is certainly very great. I have a long funk to record and I have a My Rules Are Better record. I'm going to start with the My Rules Are Better going to give a shout out to Spencer and Barney Dicker and uh, Barney's son who I played a game of Alluvial Plains with yesterday and there's a lot of stuff I'm going to be frank about I think because I think in general I've written so much stuff in the Just Plain Cast Rules associated with GMing and just what it means to be a games master and these kind of things and really the game yesterday was pretty typical (laughs) it was a typical game But I came to the game with a bunch of additional baggage. And I think that baggage probably affected the game more than the game itself. The game itself, actually, in reflection, seemed perfectly normal. Barney Dicker was trying out some new rules. He felt that the weapons weren't being as effective as they had been, and certainly they were pretty effective in the game. And I rolled a couple of really bad dice rolls, which spun the game in a particular direction, which... It was kind of curious, actually. I mean, it was an interesting game, just in terms of the fact that I came to it with a certain proclivity and left with a different proclivity. And what it made me realise was that set and setting, which is used predominantly by the psychedelic community, is also really important when you come to role-playing. That your frame of mind as you enter the game and your frame of mind through the game and as the game concludes are all incredibly important. Now... Some behind-the-scenes stuff. I lead a relatively regimented life now. I mean, I I do stuff before the girls wake up. They wake up. I get stuff for the girls. I work through periods of time. There's a bunch of stuff that I do in my mornings, and in particular because Las Vegas is so hot, I like to get out for a walk, and I wasn't able to get out for a walk yesterday. And there were a bunch of things, like, you know, normally I play with my girls for <laughs> morning time on a weekend. Didn't get to, had the afternoon, had a great time actually with the girls. But it was interesting to me that this whole thing, it's been a year and a half since I played a game with anyone. So my whole mindset was just kind of perturbed, basically. I I tried as, as best as possible to play the best possible game I possibly could. And I think it's interesting when I'm writing so much about kind of games mastering I don't know, prerogative and this kind of stuff to actually experience a game and then remind myself halfway through, hey, wait, this this is just a game. <laughs> this is supposed to go curiously. This whole thing is interesting just because of its curious nature. And I also realized through the game that it was a real privilege to play with, with Spencer and it was also a real privilege to play with and Barney. And that I, this whole thing, even though my roles were bad and the game was going for me was probably more down to me than it was to anything else. I hate to say this, but I did get a little snappy at a couple of occasions. Well, mainly just one occasion. And then I caught myself and then I was just like, no, this is ridiculous. This is just the game. And sometimes the game mirrors aspects of life and other times the game doesn't mirror aspects of life. And I think in particular, 
it'd have been well I mean, you know, Alluvial Plains is one of the games that I played periodically, so it wasn't that long since I last played Alluvial Plains in the scheme of things. But I thought, well, if this was a D&D game, it would have been a bit different. If this was a different game, it would have been different. But Barney had a game that he wanted to play, and we played it. So it was a very strange experience for me, because I always felt like a new player, which to me just seemed kind of ridiculous. You know, <laughs> I've, I've tried periodically to write rules in the uh, alluvial plane space, and some of them were accepted, and some of them have been... I don't know. Well, chastised in even this particular recording by Barney Dicker, historically. So, yeah, it was one of those strange experiences where I realised, hey, I probably need to write some of this just plain chaos stuff from the player's perspective as well. And also to find that just sometimes games just don't go your way. And that's just the nature of things. And, yeah, it really caught me kind of at a point through the game... And then towards the end of the game, and then having concluded the game, I thought, well, I'd spend all this time writing this stuff in the Just Playing Chaos Rules thing, which obviously no one's read yet, so it's not like that's primary knowledge to anyone. And I just realised to myself that, yeah, this this role-playing thing is actually incredibly dynamic, and, yeah, set and setting. You've got to be in the right mindset when you come to a game, and you've got to prepare yourself to enter the game and do the game and then leave the game. And that was something that really I took away from that experience. And it's rather strange at this kind of windage, for want of a better term, uh, to come to those kind of realizations. But I guess, you know, part of, part of what I'm doing currently is exploring things with new minds. And that was certainly the experience yesterday. And I realized actually that my play style, particularly playing with Spencer, because I played with Spencer before, or I did, yeah, I think I played with him before and I'd observed games. Never games mastered him. But yeah, it was just interesting playing with him and getting his sense of things too. His perspective was pretty clear to, and very similar to mine uh, by the end of the game. But it was interesting just the way he kind of, you know, kept himself <laughs> in the game. But, you know, it, it was no skin off his nose if he was going to get killed. And I kind of came to that realisation that my character was probably completely done for and just became resolute, basically. But yeah, it was an interesting experience and one that certainly left a lot more food for thought than I had originally anticipated. I think also maybe hopefully for Barney, he gets to see what the weapons were like in that scenario. 7 to 11, I think was the time frame. So 7 a.m. to 11 a.m., that sounds about right. So that's a very strange game time. Like, you know, the amount of time and the friendly chat, and the game actually wrapped up perfectly. I was able to sign off and get on with my, my morning with the girls. And yeah, it was just, it was good to get back into that space and remind myself that these things are incredibly dynamic and fluid and based on dice rolls. And yeah, I, I, I don't know what it does with the Just Plain Chaos rules writing, but it certainly put my head on a, a different angle. <laughs> And maybe think after I finished, like, what is this thing that we are doing here? Like, what were the presets that I came into this thing with? What are the presets that I leave this thing with? The nature of the narrative was basically that there were three of us played a character as well. And Spencer and I played characters. And we were all supposed to go into this forest and find some eggs. But practically, the forest had something else to do with it. And there were folks in the forest that were just interested in making sure we died. Well, actually, that's not true. They were interested in certain people winning and not us, not Spencer or I. So Spencer and I, yeah, we had a rather interesting time experiencing how pointy these weapons really are when they're used. 
So yeah, it was just a it was an interesting game and actually quite well framed by Barney. And yeah, my snappiness was completely and utterly unnecessary, so apologies to Barney Decker if I seemed a little on edge at parts. I've just got to do more role playing, basically. That's what I took away from the situation. That it had been too long and you know, my hope was it was going to be something and when it turned out to be something else, I was equally happy, basically. So it was a very strange situation where I reflected on a lot of the Particularly because I then had, I don't know how many hours, but a number of hours playing with my daughters. One going on the terrible twos. My daughters have very particular proclivities in their own gameplay, uh, which I find fascinating. The role between and... Let me just bleep out his name up until here, because I'm sure there's some EU laws that mean that I can't actually use his name in my podcast. Barney Dicker's son, which I will have censored up until this point. My apologies. Let me perhaps adhere to... So I can be invited back again once, maybe. So yeah, it was an interesting game. And it completely changed my perspective and reminded me why the EU has particular rules that I probably should follow when I put out podcasts. Anyway, I'm going to do an update. I think I need to do an update with regards to the lead pile and stuff like that. But frankly, I'm about to go on vacation and I've just got to get that thing done as well. Working on vacation as usual and going with twin daughters who see the world in a very unique and interesting perspective. Tom Barbalay in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.